Welcome back to In Total Alignment with me, your host, Michelle File. Not too many years ago, I was far from feeling aligned in my life. I was stressed out, 80 pounds overweight, insecure, and happy, but really unhappy if that makes sense. Life was happening to me instead of me creating the life I desired. In one small twist of fate, almost eight years ago, after a 20-year career as a top 100 Aveda salon and spa owner, I completely changed the trajectory of my life. On my way to rising to the top of my network marketing company, I completely changed my mindset, spirituality, health, and finances. And this is where I get to share it all with you. I hope to bring you guests, experiences, insights, and conversations that will help you elevate your life too. Creating a holistic approach to success is my goal. Are you ready? Let's go. All right, you guys. So I have a very special guest sitting beside me in person for this week's episode. My husband, Terry, who has not joined us for several, several months. In fact, I don't think you have been in this season at all. Where have you been? It has been a minute, hasn't it? It has been a minute. Yeah, I have no idea. It's been a while. Yeah. What have you been up to? Oh, if I had a book, I would write it for you. <laughs> really? No, I, I've i just been doing the same old, same old. Same old, same old. Terry is being very modest. Terry's business is really busy. Mm-hmm. So he's no longer helping me as much with Beachbody. And he is doing his own thing, which has been great. It's been really, really good. Anyways, so the reason I asked Terry to come on today is, as you guys know, and I talk about all the time, all the changes that I have made over the last couple of years with the foods I eat, with paying closer attention to labels and ingredients. Of course, I got really into gut health last year as well when I was helping so many women with that program. And it's just kind of built built on each other. Every little thing I learn, I kind of bring home. So I thought it would be fun to have Terry on to kind of share sort of his experience and what he has changed, what he hasn't changed, how crazy he thought I was, and just sort of how it's flowed in our house. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) So take it away. Well, where where are we starting? Guide me. Like what, okay. what? What are we talking about? What when I started talking about ingredients? So okay. the toxins in our foods, right? Um, you know, when I was paying more attention to not using fake stuff, which mm-hmm. I will be honest, I was actually a huge sugar-free, I would never use butter. Um, I would never use salt. There's something we can talk about for yeah, sure. For sure. Um, but so what did you think? Like when I um, first started? It didn't really phase me, uh, to be honest, just because um, you always have something new. <laughs> there's, there's always something going on. And like, I think... Um, you know, I'm I'm not the most healthy eater by any means. So 
but I realize what's garbage and what's not. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there, as far as, uh, you know, groceries and, and diet and all that kind of stuff, some of the surprises for me would probably be butter and salt. Yes. Like, Actually, I, I haven't thought about this very much until just this moment. Mm-hmm. And I actually think you came from a home that used a lot more like whole ingredients than I did. And that mm-hmm. is nothing against my family. I just think that we were more into like ready-made stuff. Yeah. And and your mom really enjoys cooking. Yeah, we, we had a good mix. My mom certainly enjoys cooking, yeah. but then we did have you know, our, our staples from M&Ms and stuff like right, that. And, right, And the soups and all that. Yeah. For yeah. sure. But for some, for one thing, I would never use butter. Mm-hmm. And I remember arguing with you about salt. Yep. And then all of a sudden I started taking my nutritional therapy course mm-hmm. and heard the importance of salt. <laughs> and now all of a sudden I'm like salt on everything because it's so important. So, so that's actually well, an interesting. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't necessarily, you know, condiment with salt. It's mm-hmm. more when I cook. Yeah. You know, it helps bring out the flavor. Yeah. It from, from stuff being bland. Yeah. I mean, you used to always tell me that even mm-hmm. when we were dating, you, Michelle, you have to use salt when you're mm-hmm. cooking to bring out the flavor. And I would be like, no, no salt. I think, I think there was heart issues in, or cholesterol issues. I don't know, yeah. in my grandparents' lifetime. Mm-hmm. So my mom kind of grew, grew up hearing don't use salt. Mm-hmm. And then that was just passed down and passed down to S- me. Salt and blood pressure were always the intertwined. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think that's necessarily, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to say, but I, yeah. I, I think there's lots of viewpoints on that. There now. is. Yeah. There is a lot of research now that, well, I mean, the importance of salt is crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you weren't phased that much only because, I mean, I'm the girl that one day said I was going to close my salon and become a network marketer. So Terry's pretty used to be coming out with new ideas and we're all trying something new. Mm -hmm. Was there anything, has there been anything that I've come home with or I've wanted to do that you're like, hard no, I'm not doing that? Um, Again, are we talking food? Yeah, or anything. It doesn't matter. This, This podcast can go in many different directions. Well, there's there's still some of your choices I choose not to have, like some of your meals, you know, as healthy as they may be, don't appetize me. So uh, I'd rather have something else. Like what? Could we have a your example? your crack slaw? Oh yes. You know my crack slaw. It, it is it is it is changed. You know, it's probably evolved with different, you know, different trends. No, not really. It is still. You guys get a pen and paper because you're going to love it. It is still bagged coleslaw with some sort of protein, uh, maybe some spinach in there, some quinoa. Basically, you just throw everything in a pan and <laughs> saute it up. Mm-hmm. Terry thinks it is the most disgusting thing. And a it lot is. of you would probably think it's disgusting. Yeah, exactly. But for me, it's an easy but way. You have a lot less Frank's Red Hot on that. Yeah. Totally. There's so many things that I used to use. So I, I was eating in such a way 
for many years, like a plate of steamed broccoli with egg whites. Now I realize, A, I was microwaving that broccoli in the plastic bag from Costco. Mm -hmm. So I was like basically killing myself with all the toxins leaching into my broccoli. And I'm just going to interrupt. It had time to leach because quite often you would (laughs) take that frozen broccoli, put it in the microwave, cook it, and forget about it for the day. And it would stay in the microwave until that night when you decide to eat it. Oh, my God. And heat it up again. Gross. It's just gross. <laughs> oh, my God. You're giving away. You're you're making me sound horrible. But it, that, is, that is the truth. Mm-hmm. I always do shit like that. But so that's the one part of the meal. Then I would be having egg whites, which have like absolutely no nutritional value to them at all. I mean, they're a source of protein, but there's no like nutrients, like you need the yolk. And because this meal was so flavorless, I would be pouring hot sauce on it and Dijon mustard. Basically that was my diet for so many years, unless I was like, indulging which then made me binge Mm -hmm. because all week I had been eating stuff like that so you guys it wasn't that oh my gosh I'm just so bored because I was eating stuff like that I was so nutrient deficient I had no nutrients in my body because I was eating exactly the same thing and I was trying to cut calories in such a big way I didn't have the nutrients which means you don't fill up your body with the right things and then you start craving things right and then i would binge like how many weekends did you watch me binge that was that was the thing yeah you'd get off work on saturday and binge binge like i would you'd have it planned out anyway okay Mm -hmm. now we're gonna have some wine and now we're gonna have some chips and now we're gonna i don't care if we have dinner tonight actually can we not have dinner (laughs) yeah like that's what i would do i would come home from work after the hair salon open wine and literally eat Mm -hmm. until I passed out or like, that makes me sound horrible, but really, well, you wasn't, you went to sleep. Yeah. You pass out when you're sober. So it's not a a drunk thing. It's all of a sudden you're just asleep. (laughs) (laughs) There is no problem with me sleeping. I could sleep anywhere. Okay. So what are some of the back to sort of the changes that we've made in the last few years? What would you say some of the biggest changes beyond the butter and the salt? Mm -hmm. Um, What do you think we as a family pay closer attention to uh well the ingredients in general like I, I was when you were just talking uh before like how you really amped up the ingredients and reading the labels and stuff i'm thinking it's probably been about a year that i switched uh soaps and shampoos yeah right yeah like yep. that was uh i don't know it, I, I think google just heard me or <laughs> heard us talking and then all of a sudden it was in my feed and all natural or, or I don't know how all natural, but. Yep. Um, Dr. Squatch is what Terry uses. Mm-hmm. In fact, I wish they would come out with female products because mm-hmm. all of their products are A plus toothpaste, deodorant, shampoo, mm-hmm. conditioner, body wash. So yeah, that's something that we've changed all of our cleaning supplies, laundry detergents, um, but I think the the food stuff is the biggest. The food, yeah. Well, a lot of the ingredients, like it is not uncommon to let's just say maybe have pancakes on the weekend. Yeah. Here, well, 
I would always just buy the box where you add water. Yeah. Take yeah. the mix, add water. Well, now we go that extra step and take actual four real ingredients and put them together. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's not like it's uh, a lot more difficult, but it's better for you. Yeah. When you start looking at the ingredients, what you were having. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I agree. I I was thinking about this this morning and I'm always honest with you guys, like Delaney is still having cereal for breakfast Mm -hmm. because it's easy most of the time, like, Mm -hmm. you know, 80% of the time she's still having cereal and there is no cereal that is good. Like, let's just lay that out there. It does go lean, cashy, even the stuff in the health food section, really, it is just so full of sugar. Um, but it is something that we, I haven't convinced her yet. And yeah. actually Delaney notices a lot of ingredients. She just called me out on something that um, I was eating and she was like, mom, there's sunflower oil in this. Like, why are you eating it? So she notices a lot of stuff, but cereal is not something she's willing to give up. But I was thinking the other day, you know, the, the four minutes that it takes you to get the cereal in the bowl, the milk in the bowl, you really could have an egg and a piece of toast cooked for her. Like it actually doesn't, once you have the mindset around, this is what we're doing now. Mm -hmm. And you have the ingredients in the fridge, you've made a plan on Sunday. So you have that stuff in the fridge. It does not take that much longer. Like the pancakes, it does not take any longer to make a good, good pancake with whole ingredients versus this box that yes, you only had to add water, but what's all the ingredients in mm-hmm. that box? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree. Yeah. And there's just lots of things like that, that we just do like, or even things that are prepackaged, like the chips, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you pay a bit more, you probably get less in the bag, but you're happier with the choices. So, so it's, yeah. And they're, it's not like they're horrible chips. They taste great. Yeah. Yeah. Like I seriously, you guys, I buy the family Siet chips now mm-hmm. or hard bite. There's some hard bite ones. Like, so it's not that you can't have kettle chips. It's mm-hmm. not that you're, if you're making these changes in your house, that it's you're restricting things around the house because really there are whole versions of a lot of our favorite things. Mm. I mean, you just because you switch to Siet chips doesn't mean you're eating a diet chip. It just no. means that it's made with avocado oil and it doesn't have all, all the extras. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to have some more fun in the kitchen and also elevate the gut health of you and your whole family? Then you need to do my 30 plants a week challenge. This challenge is for you if you are sick of all the calorie counting, dieting, restriction, and overwhelm that comes with improving your health. I want you to elevate your health, strengthen your immunity, boost your mood, alleviate stress in your body, and literally take your health to a level you never even knew existed. And it's really simple and fun. We started doing this in my family last spring, and we've had a heck of a time choosing new plants every single week. You want to eat a minimum of 30 whole unprocessed plant foods in a week. That's it. That's the challenge. And I created this fun downloadable tracker that you can print off and track together as a family. 
So what is this challenge all about? Each time you sit down to eat, you're going to record the plants that you're eating on the tracker. And at the end of the week, you're just going to tally everything up, trying to get to 30. Like I said, we had so much fun doing this. So please download the tracker so you can feel the benefits of adding more plants into your life, including improved gut health, improved immunity and who doesn't want that right now and alleviate so much stress in your body so go to www.michellefile.com forward slash 30 plants challenge this is free and i think you're going to have a whole bunch of fun Mm-hmm. So when you go, because Terry often goes to the grocery store, yes. is there anything that you think you do differently now when you go shopping? Um, yeah, I, I think so. I, like, I, I think just the simple, the milk, I always get the organic. I, like, I know the milk's not the best, but that's what we do. We get the, the organic. Um, the uh, same with the butters, the what else like the eggs you, yeah. you pay like 750 for a dozen eggs for crying out loud but yeah you want pasture raised eggs yeah you, you that's really what you want now i think something that you're better at than me is fresh produce you typically yeah. buy organic and i get really cheap when i get to that yeah, exactly like i'll i'll look at the bananas and bananas are dirt cheap anyway to buy but i just almost always get the organic if i can and yeah. you notice the difference. It's crazy. Yeah. It's they just they they're riper quicker and they don't stay that way for that long. You need to mm-hmm. use them or freeze them. Yeah. Right. Whereas yeah. the other ones just kind of hang out. Yeah. And you wonder why. Yeah. Right. It's and they true. all they peel different. Everything about them. It's 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 interesting actually. You wouldn't think about it. So did you pay attention to that stuff before? No. No banana was a banana yeah 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 so i think something that we all of us in our family pay a lot more attention to is just simply teaching delaney but we've been learning it right along with her Mm -hmm. is just to look at the ingredients like just turn it around and see what's in there. In fact, something that Delaney pulled out of the pantry today, you joked with her and said something like, is that blue dye 55? And she's yeah. like, dad, the really dangerous one is red dye three. Or like, I don't even know what she said. Yeah. But I think w- the biggest, probably the biggest change that we've kind of learned as a family mm-hmm. is to go to the grocery store and look at those ingredients and if mm-hmm. you, if there is a lot of stuff in there that you cannot figure out what it is oh for sure just leave it on the shelf exactly you know all the packaged crackers and cookies we definitely would you say i'm in the kitchen a lot more oh yeah for sure you are yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah definitely on. making a lot more stuff from home from scratch um that isn't hard i think I just always thought it was so painful and so much time and it was just so much easier to, but it's actually not like once you get your head, head around, this is going to be so much better Mm -hmm. for my family and for myself. And you set aside some time. So I typically every Sunday, you know, do platters of roasted vegetables and cook up some sort of protein. And that's when I would make like cookies or Delaney will make cookies. Mm -hmm. And it's not even that 
they can't have regular chocolate chips. It's not like mm-hmm. we're going weird. No, exactly. But it's just making it at home with more whole ingredients that you have more control over is just so much better. And I think it becomes fun in the kitchen. Like you and Delaney often will make stuff in the kitchen because mm-hmm. you actually, Terry likes baking and cooking more than I do. Yeah. It comes and goes, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, I enjoy it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I like, I can appreciate like real ingredients as opposed to the chemicals and preservatives and mm-hmm. all the other stuff that's on the outside of the packages. It's, you, you know, there's nothing really good about that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and as far as someone thinking, Oh, I just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. I, want to remind everyone that mealtime does not have to look incredible every single night. Mm -hmm. There are still a lot of nights that we have eggs, like Mm -hmm. we have an omelet or you made chili last night. So you bet I am getting two to three nights out of that chili, right? Like making something bigger on Sunday that, or whatever night's not as crazy in your house and making that last or I'll do you know like fajita things for delay or what are those things called yeah fajita things or quesadillas or like our meals are not like gourmet looking every single night that's I don't like cooking enough to do Mm -hmm. that um so it doesn't have to be hard it really does not have to be hard and what I have found is by getting these two involved it's actually kind of fun in the kitchen like when we're all in there and we're getting supper ready it can be like a really fun family time whereas before I felt like it was me and I was irritated and everyone was doing what they wanted and I was doing something that I hated and now that we kind of all in there it it's a lot more fun now the one thing I just thought about that I think you maybe thought I was off my rocker was my almond cow Almond cow, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's interesting. Like I, I still don't really understand it. Like I understand what's happening, but you don't really like the milk, do you? Well, I don't like it in my coffee. No, no, know? and I would never have a glass of it. And <laughs> no, neither would I. And I don't eat cereal anymore. So yeah, true enough. There you go. True enough. So that there's my my three things that I would have milk with. Yeah. So. Yeah. I still have milk, real milk, uh, cow's milk, rather, Yeah. in my coffee. Yeah. Um, we still need to find a good place to get some raw milk, but I think it's actually illegal. I don't think you can actually yeah. get it. Yeah. I, think, buy it. I think all of it's stuff's legal. It yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, I thought you might have had some more crazy thoughts on my my wild, like, no sunflower oil and... No, it's it's like there's some things that I think I knew and I don't I wasn't really a fan of anyway, like cheese slices, for example. Like if, <laughs> cheese it, if it doesn't look like real cheddar, if it looks like plastic, it's probably plastic. Yeah. You're, you know, uh, margarine. I knew margarine was horrible. And but I remember my mom using margarine for her baking a lot in the cookies and stuff. Um and I don't know why she, I think she thought she was doing better. Because they were told. They mar- yeah, they were marketed. But again, it's like a, 
it's stuff you shouldn't be having. It it just shouldn't be in your body, right? Oh, I know. I mean, it makes me so sad now that I know how this happened. We were just talking about this the other day. Mm -hmm. So during the war, all like the good stuff, like the real butter and the real cream and the like the real food needed, or so they said, needed to go to the soldiers. So they would take that to the soldiers and they made all this fake crap for everyone else that was here (laughs) and then they realized well golly this is like so cheap to make and these people are loving it and that's how this all got sort of twisted up and you know someone like your mom would have lived in that time where butter's bad Mm-hmm. because we actually don't have very much so butter's bad yeah and margarine like margarine here you go here you go now i know she would have heard in the last 10 15 years like maybe you shouldn't use it but it's like that those old habits right yeah i yeah i don't know it's it's a it's a web it is a web. Oh, yeah. You could really go down a rabbit hole. i like rabbit holes too of conspiracy <laughs> theories <laughs> well conspiracy money making whatever you want to call it unfortunately there's the same people that are making the food or making the drugs that cure the disease that the food gives you yeah so yeah it's hard to know what's going on it's really really sad like the more the more information you know you just can't unsee it mm-hmm. so for me going to the grocery store now oh my gosh like I hardly buy anything because the things that I loved buying down those middle aisles, like I, I intuitively knew they weren't that good for me from a standpoint of processed foods, but now I will pick up like crackers, like Triscuit crackers or a a rice cracker or a bag of chips. And turn it around and now see the thing that always stands out for me is sunflower oil. Mm -hmm. Sunflower oil is in everything. And where I find it a lot that is so disappointing is actually at the health food stores. Mm -hmm. You go into these health food stores and you think you're getting things that are going to be good for you. You just assume because it's like organic on the package and it's at planet healthy or wherever farm boy but you turn it around and no it is still full of crap like it's really if you want to just not even be tempted just stick to those out the the perimeter of the grocery store that's really where you need to stay because all of that processed stuff is it's hard to find without the nasty stuff in it yep i guess so crazy now i want to end this publicly by telling you that i think the next thing we need to do is look into getting our water figured out our water do you know how much fluoride they put in our water even with the stuff on our fridge that's that's it's not enough the filter on our fridge yeah i've been thinking about it too actually you have but i yeah uh, but they're about five thousand dollars exactly you've been looking into them no i just know they are it's a whole system that would go in your basement and yes well actually there's something that connects right to your your faucet in the kitchen and it oh it's amazing i used to sell those in high school <laughs> that was a network marketing company wasn't it yeah uh, let's just say i bought some of them 
I don't think I sold one. Oh, we're going to pivot this conversation. They to... might be in my mom's basement. Oh, gosh, maybe we could go get them. Terry didn't have a great experience with network marketing, but thankfully still supported me. And we <laughs> changed the trajectory of your opinion. Yeah. We changed your opinion of network marketing. But that the, the sink one is just a Band-Aid. It's just like, realistically, you shouldn't be showering. And clothing. Yeah, I know. It's true. I know. That's what I was going to say. You get one for your shower. You get one for the basement. Just everything. Oh, okay. Everything that comes into your house gets filtered properly. Yeah. Because it is really disturbing that, you know, we question how could the government do this or how could they do this to us? Well, they know what they're putting in that water. Oh, well, you have to clean the water. Like yeah. there's that, there's no doubt about it, but like you need, well, there's ways of cleaning the water up afterwards too. And on a mass scale, it doesn't make sense. At some point it will. Yeah. Um, but right now it's, you know, fend for yourself. Yeah. If it's on your to-do list or not, I don't know. But Okay, well, Merry Christmas. No. <laughs> okay, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned, you guys. Thank you for being here and helping me broach the subject of our filtered water. <laughs> okay, Terry, thank you very much. Thanks for having that me. That was great. Hopefully you can pop by again. I'll, I'll try. More often. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, I hope you have an awesome week. And if you have any questions, because Terry, I will say, is just, as you can tell, low key, mm -hmm. goes with the flow. But sometimes um, you probably have some good ways that women can bring this stuff into their house, how they could approach it with maybe a less less low-key husband, right? Like if a woman wants to bring in all these changes, she wants to, what would your advice be? Uh, I don't know. I don't think that's fair. I don't, I don't think it's a woman versus man thing. Well, okay. But there's more, there's definitely more women listening to this than men. I can tell you. That. I see what you're saying. Um, I don't know. It's all about give and take, right? Yeah. You know, if we do this, can we do this? right yeah yeah Got i it. don't know and maybe start slow i say yeah, don't exactly. don't do and we didn't either and this we'll was just, very slow yeah exactly start with simple things yeah one thing at a time maybe it's like we're, we're no longer having this in the house yeah and explaining why mm -hmm. i think that's really important and have an alternative ready yeah not just yeah yeah I heard something once, and I did this with Delaney a few times, but not consistently, is if you're at the grocery store and your kid or husband or whatever is asking for something, make them look at the ingredients and the first ingredient that they can't pronounce or they don't know what it is, mm -hmm. make them Google it. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds kind of like a scare tactic almost, but it kind of is like, there are so many ingredients that are carcinogen. Is that how you say it? Car carcinogenic, carcinogenic, like cancer causing, like there's, and Google will pull that up and it just creates this 
opportunity for a conversation, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not saying that you're we're giving up everything. Like I just bought Delaney a huge bag of Miss Vicky's potato chips. Like mm-hmm. we have pizza. Like we are definitely not like living like birds over here or mm-hmm. health nuts at all. It's just these small little changes that over time are really going to help for me, my hormones, Mm -hmm. Terry, his heart and his liver. Like if you've got all those toxins clogging up your body, nothing's functioning and disease is starting inside your body. And for me, I don't want just Delaney to start behind. Like I would like her hormones to be working tickety boo. Um, because of the choices that we've made in our house. So it doesn't mean you have to be perfect. And it's not about weight loss at all. It's about inner health, disease prevention. I think both of us, you know, heart Mm -hmm. disease runs in your family, obviously cancer's huge in mine. Mm -hmm. And those diseases, those chronic illnesses are because of lifestyle. (laughs) Like most of the time it's because of lifestyle. What's that saying? genetic genetics something but nutrition pulls the trigger i can't remember i can never remember these funny mm-hmm. quotes but you know yes genetic pl- genetics plays a part in all of this stuff mm-hmm. but your lifestyle is what really will make the genetics more profound oh for sure right yeah. so that's really the reason for us making all of these changes anyways thank you terry thank you thank you guys have a good week <laughs>